Good morning, everybody. Good Friday. How awesome is it to reflect on what Jesus has done for us? Yeah? And uh, as I was preparing this message, I kept reflecting, okay, God, what, is, what does Good Friday mean for me? And I was absolutely drawn to and crazily fascinated by Good Friday for the disciples of Jesus. What they must have been thinking, what they must have seen. You see, these guys traveled with Jesus for three years. He encouraged them. He challenged them. He molded them into who they are. They spent most of that time together, so they built very tight and strong relationships. Jesus taught them about the kingdom, that they would be saved, that he would make a way for them, and he would take away their sin. But their relationship was strong. They cared for one another. They respected Jesus, their teacher. They were brothers. They listened to Jesus. Jesus showed them how to live, and they loved him passionately. And Jesus, in return, loved them unconditionally. So when Good Friday came for Jesus, I have to imagine that for the disciples, it was a very heart-wrenching day. You see, these guys loved him, and then all of a sudden, in the Garden of Gethsemane, Judas comes and kisses Jesus on the cheek. And the guards grab Jesus, and they take him away. And I have to imagine going through the disciples' head is, what is going on? This guy's redemption. This is reconciliation. He is love. This cannot be how the story ends. And then Jesus is is taken before the religious leaders and he's questioned and he's ridiculed and he's mocked. And again, through the disciples' minds, I have to imagine the same questions. He's redemption. He is reconciliation. He is love. This cannot be how the story ends. And then Jesus is taken before Pilate and questioned And he stands on a stage next to a murderer, Barabbas. And the crowd yells out for Jesus to be crucified. And again, he is redemption. He is reconciliation. He is love. This cannot be how the story ends. And as Jesus picks up his cross and he makes his way down to Skull Hill, Golgotha, And his hands are nailed to a cross and his feet are nailed in and he's raised up. And as he's hanging there, this can't be how the story ends. He is redemption. He is our reconciliation. He is love. And then love died. We see in Luke chapter 23, uh, verse 44 to 46. I can't click, so if you can go to the next slide, please, somebody. By this time, it was about noon, and darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. The light from the sun was gone, and suddenly the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn down the middle. Then Jesus shouted, Father, I entrust my spirit into your hands. And with those words, he breathed his last. This is not how it was meant to go. Jesus was their hope. He was their way. He was going to redeem us. He was going to take away our sins. And now he is 
gone. Instead of holding on to the promises that he would die and be resurrected, like I would love to tell you that in those days before the resurrection, the disciples went in amongst the people and said, hey, don't you worry, he's going to be back in a few days. And he'll be around and he'll show everybody that he has resurrected and our sins are paid for. That is not what happened. In John 19.20, we see what did the disciples do with their time when Jesus had died? They had run away to the upper room and were hiding and afraid, apart from John. In their eyes, the disciples may have put their eggs in the wrong basket. Is it possible that they put their hope in the wrong person? Because he's gone. He's dead. He's in a tomb. And as they were in the upper room, I have to believe the upper room was this, this, this ambiance, this, this lament of goodbye, Jesus. But not just goodbye to Jesus, goodbye to their reputation. They'd spent three years following this guy, vouching for this guy, being with him in public, and now he's gone. Goodbye reputation. Goodbye to their hopes. Goodbye to their forgiveness. Goodbye to their trust. Goodbye to their friend. Goodbye, Jesus. For death has won. Can you imagine with me for a moment if that was the end of the story? And what that would mean for all of us. You see, the Bible gives us some clear uh, ideas of what that would look for us. If we can go to the next slide, please. (laughs) We We would remain enemies of God if Jesus stayed in that tomb. We would be dead in our sins. We would remain instruments of unrighteousness and we can expect the justice of God. You see, if Jesus stayed in that tomb and that's where the story ends, then we should be joining that lament of goodbye with the disciples in the upper room. Goodbye to our forgiveness. Goodbye to our righteousness. Goodbye to life. Goodbye to victory. Goodbye to peace. Goodbye to joy. Goodbye to eternity with God. Goodbye to Jesus. Goodbye to love. For death has won. And if that's you today, I wonder if you've come in with a lament. You know, the circumstances of life is what threw the disciples into that sort of thinking and can throw us into that sort of thinking. Maybe you've walked in here today with brokenness and pain. And your lament is goodbye peace, goodbye joy, because I'm stuck with my brokenness and pain. Maybe it's the sin. Maybe you don't know Jesus. Maybe you've walked in here today because it's Good Friday. Maybe you're watching on the stream because it's what you're meant to do on Easter and you don't know Jesus. And you've walked in here with that weight of sin. This is how I'm going to live my life forever. I can't get rid of it. I can't do it on my own. Goodbye, forgiveness. Maybe you've walked in here with shame and addiction Goodbye, freedom. 
If that's you today, I'd like to read something to you. This is a spoken word poetry by Passion Church. <laughs> and uh, I'd love to read it to you. And it's not the perspective of the disciples on Good Friday. It's the perspective of Jesus on Good Friday. And I'm going to ask you to do something that might be a little bit uncomfortable. I'd love to ask you to close your eyes. Kids, adults, everyone. If you're watching the live stream, I encourage you to do this at home. Close your eyes. Be in this space with you and God. Let Jesus fill the space between you as he tells you about Good Friday. Goes like this. You need not say goodbye. The people will shout my name. Pilate will tell them there's nothing I have done to deserve this, but they will refuse. Pilate will stand me beside Barabbas, a murderer, and they will choose him over me. Pilate will appeal to the priests, insist on simply whipping me to appease their fury. But they will shout it louder. Crucify. Crucify. But still, you need not say goodbye. My hands will be tied to a post. The sound of the whip will ring in your ears and in your chest. The soldiers will peel the skin off my back. A ring of thorny branches will be pressed into my scalp until the blood runs into my eyes. Oh, but listen, you need not say goodbye. I will carry that cross. I will go to the place of the skull, and there they will drive the iron stakes between the bones in my wrist. With a hammer, they nail my feet into the tree. I will be raised up as the world waits. For me to die. Nevertheless, you need not say goodbye. Between two thieves I will hang. You may hear me speaking to my father, your father. You may hear me ask him why. But child, you need not say goodbye. What you won't see, what you won't hear... What you won't know until all of this is done is that in that moment I was paying the penalty of your wrongdoing. Every wrongdoing, every mistake, every act of envy, every word of hatred, every moment of violence, greed and spite, every selfish desire, every lustful thought, every moment of weakness and weariness, all the failures of human history will be on my hands and on my head. On that cross I will suffer the wrath that was destined for you. Every guilty verdict fallen on me. Your punishment will be paid for in my blood. And it will be enough. I will die on that cross. On your cross. I will let out a final sigh. Know that I have loved you. And you need not say goodbye. But if you must, if you absolutely must say the word goodbye, then say it like this. Goodbye fear, goodbye sorrow, 
goodbye rejection, goodbye shame. Say it like this, goodbye guilt, goodbye condemnation, goodbye all the regrets of the past. Look up the cross and speak the words, goodbye addictions, goodbye chains, goodbye hopelessness. Right here in this place, say it aloud, goodbye captivity, hello freedom, goodbye loneliness, hello belonging, goodbye defeat, hello victory. This is the end of the curse. This is the demise of the serpent. This is all debts paid. This is it is finished. Goodbye all the powers of hell. Goodbye darkness. Goodbye dread. Goodbye every sin. Go ahead and say it. Goodbye death. Speak and be free. But don't say goodbye to me. Yes, you'll see them put the spear in my side. But remember, it's only Friday. So you need not say goodbye.